This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. To infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds! Today's episode is for all you Matrix nerds out there. I'm Joanna, Mojo Rising, Krupnik. And I'm Brian, the cure for anxiety is Nostalgia Plofsky, and we could not be happier that you are in this new Matrix module with us. All ones are welcome. (laughs) Today we are going to be giving you our instant reaction to Matrix Resurrection, so please follow the white rabbit, and let's begin! And as we start every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will be spoiling all of the Matrix movies, from The Matrix to the other two to this one. So this is your spoiler alert alert. Um, so Brian, did you see this at home or did you go to the theater? Uh, this was an HBO Max uh, watch Yeah, this was HBO Max for me too. Well, one, it's faster to get this podcast out if we just watch it at home. This is true. Two. Two. Yep. I, I Listen, I've seen the original Matrix a million times because it was a D, It was my first DVD. It came with Ooh. the DVD player that my parents got. So oh. I watched that first one a million times, but I actually watched the action sequences more than the full movie. So like really because they had chapters and I'd never had chapters before in a DVD. It was always like forwarding the VHS, fast forwarding the VHS. So I would like skip to like, you know, the bullet time scene or I would skip to the um, the lobby shootout, like all that stuff I would watch or, you know, the saving of Morpheus stuff. So all that stuff I would watch. <laughs> um, I never really got into like the um, religious parable of it. Or the like, like the reality versus like destiny versus you know predetermined versus choice. I never like got into all of that, and I had only seen the second two once. I had yeah, but last week I rewatched all of them, um, and I'm just gonna say this up front. Uh-huh. This is not a podcast that you want to listen to where you're going to get like real in-depth thinking about what these movies mean. Because I'm assuming, and I'll, I'll hand this over to you momentarily, I'm assuming that we're going to try and figure this out together today. <laughs> Absolutely. I have no idea half the time what I'm watching when I watch The Matrix. I also have seen the first a ton. It's so funny how di- how like just different you and I are in this regard because I would never skip to any action sequence. I would be skipping to like the dialogue or, you know, kissing scenes or like something that's completely not Matrixy. Although sure. I think like the whole opening sequence like of, when, you know, in the first movie mm-hmm. of him sort of just figuring out stuff is, is really cool. But no, I mean, it's I just have little to no interest. It holds up remarkably well. The original one that. does, yeah. Abs- even the special yeah. effects. I would argue that the special effects in the original one hold up better than the second two. 
I think that's correct. And I and I love it's it's really remarkable. And I think just a testament to the achievement of how well it's mm-hmm. aged. I um I think it's cool to see, you know, them sort of I think they know that the first one obviously was in proof of this movie. I feel like they know that the first one was really where it's at also. Yeah, I, mean, I think about how special it was. Yeah. Totally. Um, so do you like this movie? Did you like this movie? I thought this movie was fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. I thought like, it was fine. I, I don't think it blew my mind. I don't think that it was bad. I, I was not bored for one second during this movie. Yeah, same. Because um, I was trying to piece together what I was watching as usual. Yeah, with this movie, I was actively. Movies. No, you're right. I was actively engaged, and I felt pretty lost up until Neil Patrick Harris's <laughs> bullet time speech. That's when like things start. Because like, cause, that's like the final hour. I know. Um, because like, same though. Because Bugs half explains everything, and then old Jada Pickett Smith half explains everything. And then, yeah. um, and then finally, like, I'm just like, I- I'm missing pieces here. And then I was missing pieces. And then Neil Patrick Harris explained the rest of it. I'm like, oh, okay. This all makes sense. Uh, I mean, this all makes sense being a relative term. Right. Okay. So speaking of all making sense, so I'm walking away from this movie <laughs> thinking, yeah. what? No, no, go, go, go. Yeah. Oh, I'm walking away from this movie thinking that it was the first movie but make it meta. Okay. So I think there's a, I agree. <laughs> I think there's a bigger okay. conversation that we need. Wait, let's take a step back. I do want to have okay. the nostalgia conversation. How, oh, yeah. However, before we get into all of this, Johanna, can you explain the plot of this movie to me? Um, Sure, Brian. That's really rude of you. Okay. So um, we have a really new, cute, um people from the real world who are watching um things play out in the matrix and then they comment on the old um sort of storylines that they're witnessing they're still sort of looking for neo and then they decide that they're going to find him again and then we see that neo is a like a gamer uh de- has developed what we've all been watching for uh however many years it's been since the first matrix came out and then we see <laughs> and then we see um that the the gaming that he's been making is just exactly what happened and then he sees trinity and trinity doesn't remember and then we see that his therapist is actually really awful and is trying to hold him sort of hostage in the matrix. But then we see that Jonathan Groff is also is now um, Hugo Weaving's character, but freed because of what happened in three. And then he does, they do do a heist to rescue (laughs) Trinity and she chooses to go with him and then she can fly the end. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was it. (laughs) <laughs> no, that you also said I'm, you also said doo doo, and that that was great. Oh, that's what I got. Leave it to that's you to got. to get. Yeah, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so what actually did happen in this movie, Brian? So I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I 
Okay. So my understanding of this movie is that Neo is now he, Neo died at the end of three. So did Trinity. Correct. However, and he he created. A, oh right, they were resurrected. Right, hence resurrected. the title. So, so I'm I'm not going in order of the movie. I'm going in order of like. Because the movie plot yeah, areas, yeah, oh, okay, yeah okay. character areas, yeah, okay. yeah, that's fine. So Neo, Neo wakes up. No, hold on, no, 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 that's wrong. Okay, <laughs> too, too soon, too soon, too soon. I skipped ahead. Um, yeah. Neo and Trinity die at the end of the first, the third one, the first trilogy. However, they they do stop the war. Okay, revolution. Yes, yes, they stop the war, and they because they they basically Neo gives himself to Agent Smith at the end of the third one and to Oh is that what he does? to stop to stop Agent Smith from infecting the real world even further. Right, that's when Agent that's when he puts his hand into yeah. Neo. Mhm. Yes. Okay. But yeah. I, and then on the real side, Neo is in that thing with the spiky face. Yes. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So And who's the spiky face? What do you mean the spiky face? Remember the face that's like, that's like that he's like laying in the oh, chair. Oh yeah, and he's that's like all at. the machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spiky face. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like all Thanks. the sentinels create that face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The squiddy thing. Yeah, the squiddy things. The metal squiddy things. Yeah. Again, I just want to outright apologize for our, our not totally understanding <laughs> this matrix. But okay, so that's what happens, and then and then what we find out is that. The in the interim, those sixty years, the machines start to infight because they agreed not to bother the humans, but they need more energy, so they infight, and then a, um, a greater power arose, and it, it it destroyed and killed a lot of Zion because mm-hmm. um, Morpheus had taken over and just believed that the one had saved them forever. Um, it's my right. understanding. So then they created Io, which an old Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. So, yeah. She's, just coming out of retirement. Yeah, she's like, I'm so old. And then, um, <laughs> uh, okay. So, but what's actually happened. Great Jada Pinkett Smith impression. <laughs> yeah, thank you. The two of them, Trinity and Neo, are resurrected. Hence the title. <coughs> yes, by, by Neil Patrick Harris, the analyst. Yes. I love how he's not yes. a therapist. He's an analyst. And I love that he's – I do love that he's wearing the blue resin gla- – uh, acrylic, like, glasses. It's like the blue is the theme with the blue pill. Like, we've got – what's her name? Bug's hair and his glasses. I don't know. I thought that was – that's an obvious thing. Guys, I'm pulling at straws here. Yeah. I consider myself a very intelligent person. When it comes <laughs> to the Matrix, I feel like an actual idiot. No, I, I'm, I'm not – I believe me. I, I'm I'm not that way either. Um. So, um, okay, so then Neo essentially has been put into a new rebooted Matrix as Thomas Anderson. However, within the Matrix, there's a module of the Matrix where he has put all of his, like, Matrixy dreams. So there's, like, mm-hmm. a double Matrix going on here. And so... Ah, uh, yes. And so when Bugs... Bugs infiltrates the module Matrix, and that's where she finds Morpheus, and then that's... when she frees Morpheus from that chain command and that code... Right. So there's like, think of it like a, a matrix within a matrix. Yeah. And so, 
they realize, and my favorite thing about this movie is the redefin the redefining of what the one is. It wasn't just Neo, it was the combination of the two of them that was the one. Yeah, I like that. So did I. Um and so essentially he figured out that the 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 analyst and in, in, in a combination of kind of like the architect and a couple other things, um, mm-hmm. he figured out that like that it was the two of them that would give all of them power and putting them too close was too dangerous and putting them too far away, like didn't give any power. Yeah. That's that whole scene was really agreed, engaging agreed. Um, and easy to understand kind of. Yeah. I think once this movie ended, I know we're just like kidding around a little bit, but like I feel like once this movie ended, I understood what happened in the movie. It was just, it's yes. just really difficult to kind of follow along because like people are giving in these and all of these matrix movies, people give so mm-hmm. much exposition. And if you miss one yes. sentence, you're lost. Right. Um, and you're picking pieces up to this puzzle all along the way. And then finally there's a payoff and things, everything goes into its place. Totally. But along the way it is, yeah, you could miss one and then you have this big hole at the end that you're like, Oh yeah, I totally missed that conversation. Yeah. So I, I, and then they fight and all that stuff. Um, and Trinity can fly. And Trinity can fly. And then we get Sati again. Uh, that was nice. Which was cool. I, like I liked that. Because I always thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think he's really great. I mean, great generally, just like how how terrible he has been, in, you know, as an actor at times, seeming, but how he's just a really cool guy. And then he's sometimes really great. And now I realize he's just a great, great, great person. Yeah. I just like... I enjoyed watching him. I definitely, um, I, I enjoyed watching him. He and he and um, he and um, Trinity, um, the characters of Neo and Trinity, definitely held up mm-hmm. for me here for sure. Um, yeah, the actors Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves definitely held up here. I thought everyone did a really good job in this movie acting. Yeah, I really, I really like um, Jessica Henwick, the Bugs girl. I thought she was the standout in this movie. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, um, she's great. She's she was the best thing in Iron Fist. Oh, was she from Iron Fist? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> um, I also think it's um, interesting that only so I read a little bit about this and Lana Wachowski who directed this um, the only one of the two sisters directed this movie right. uh, because the other one for whatever reason decided not to they were doing other things they were also um, attempting to uh, just kind of separate themselves from Hollywood is what I understood um, <clears throat> but what I found interesting is that the two sisters lost some family friends, close friends, as well as their parents around the same time. And apparently making this, they kept turning down Warner Brothers. Every year, apparently, Warner Brothers would approach them for a sequel, very meta for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, uh, um, she finally said yes, because she felt like seeing old friends, Trinity and Neo, would help her heal. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Wow. That is because that's really what it was for me. I mean, I, I it kept me, it made me want to see it because I wanted to see them again, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see because they they're a great. I mean, they're the they're the through line, even with all the the you know whiz bang and um, fight sequences and tech throughout all the Matrix movies. They're sort of the the grounder for me. Yeah, let's uh, well while we're here, let's talk about the fight sequences. Um, yeah, great to see the Matrix in this 
time mm-hmm. because everything has evolved so much. Yeah, I I will say though, I was really underwhelmed with the action sequences. None of them stood out. Yeah. None of them stood out like the highway sequence, the freeway chase in the second one, or even any of the ones in the first one. And I understand that the first ones in the first, the first, the action sequences in the first one like really stood out because like this was totally brand new and wild. Um, yeah. But like even the second one, the third one have some really killer action sequences that stand out. I personally yeah. don't think that anything in this stood out. And I thought a lot of them were repetitive. I thought that like Neo used the same stopping bullets and and blasting right. people stuff, and it was the same punching and kicking when he was fighting with Agent Smith. Um, uh, I, well, I did I miss Hugo Weaving one hundred percent? Do I think mm-hmm. Groff did an excellent job? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I have questions about like why the replacement for Morpheus. I mean, I know why in why story-wise it it works totally but i'm also curious if there's you know if there was actual reasons that this was i wish which i wonder which came first the replacement or the story well, the, or the actors or the story well, wikipedia says that he was never asked to come back um i guess yeah. if they're doing the 60 years in the future it makes sense for like him to not actually be in the real world anymore um yeah I, and they show all these clips from the old movie yeah. with them in it well would it um well, sorry go for it no, no, the action sequences for me were underwhelming. In, in, I mean, I sort of expected them. Again, I don't. I, I am someone for better or for worse that isn't looking for those as much in these in just any movie. But I, I will say that since so much of it was Neo remembering what he could do or believing that he was remembering correctly what he could do, there was just a lot of like feeling, feeling the way for that character. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't going to be like Neo in his prime. Um, but I thought that they did, cause they, yeah, they did a lot of the, whatever, I mean, it was bullet time or the bullet pace where like things were just slow. Like they did so much of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which was a cool concept, but yeah, it replaced like a lot of what would be really fast. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they just, um, they just, you know, it was just not about like this movie to them just wasn't going to be about that as much, which seems like why we all come, to, you know, why most people come for it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just wonder if they wanted to focus more on the cool concept that they came up with. Yeah. <laughs> and the concept was cool this. enough for me to like be actually invested in it, especially the reframing of what the one is, especially after the the Wachowskis transition and the loss that they've had and all of that, the reframing mm-hmm. of the original trilogy I thought was excellent. So my question for you is, do, does this get you interested in a new trilogy? Are you interested in like watching two more of these movies? Like based on the fact that Neo and Trinity are the one like reshaping the matrix. Like, does that interest you? It, so it, I'm wondering what it, what would the stories be to tell other than, the two of them now, not just one, I, so my first question is, do you know if this is in the works to continue? I mean, they obviously leave it in a way that is very open to that. I would assume so just because money is money is money. Yeah. Because they've already done. So your reality is actually not real. And then they do, we're fighting in the true reality. And then they did like the merging of the matrix into what's real. So what's left to do is my question. If they can, I mean, I, I, it, 
in general, the reality versus fiction, like, or what's real, what's not, is always going to be really heady and fun for me. I love that stuff. It's like Truman Show, but that's like a cartoon version of this Mm -hmm, almost. mm -hmm. So I love that as always as a concept. So it interests me for sure to watch more of these. I'm just more like, what, where could they go? Um, You know, so I... I guess to answer your question, yes, I'm interested, but I'm very skeptical of what's left. Sure. I, I agree. I, I I am interested if these keep coming out on HBO Max. I am less interested to go yeah. to a movie theater and see them. Um, well, especially now. And I will say, I'm glad that the action sequence, I think the action sequences are something you really want to see in the movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that the experience was something you can still attain, you know, attain at home mm-hmm. um, because it is, you know, it's not the safest time yeah. to go to the movies um, for some people. So I think that that's kind of that kind of worked out in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you do you see a clear path of where the stories could go? I mean, I want to say no, but also like this is not my expertise. This is not my like like wheelhouse. So mm-hmm. I, I know that I am lacking in maybe seeing outside of the box when it comes to matrix yeah. stuff. So like, I'm going to say no, um, but I'm sure there are, you know what I mean? Like there yeah. could be a different threat that they didn't introduce in this one. Um, the Frenchman can come back um, and be, right. be even wackier. Um, maybe Neil Patrick Harris's character, like is not just going to um, back down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe the machine, or maybe there's multiple universes, multiple matrixes. Yeah. It could be cool. Maybe the machines are like, you know what? We don't have the power anymore. Screw this. We're just going to keep fighting with them. Then second coming of the war. Like I, there's yeah. a ton of things that could potentially happen. Um, but I think that Carrie Ann Moss is an underrated action heroine of our time. I do too. Um, yeah. I, I will also say I personally, never believed how strong their love was in the original movies. Really? I think they have lovely chemistry together, but it was nothing explosive that warranted like her bringing him back to life and like all Mm -hmm. of that. But like on paper, I love the idea that like that she was destined to meet him, but really they're both the one together. I really enjoyed all of that stuff. Um, Yeah. I actually think it would have been more powerful if that reveal came at the end of the third one. Oh yeah. Without doing that's this true. new movie like 20 years later. However, I understand that like that's not the plan. That's total like that's total retconning on my part that I like but like um so like that was kind of- It was sort of a just a nostalgic thing this whole movie. Um seeing how I mean I mean they the literally met, the show meta us element clips. Right. It, that was what was kind of weird. The clips were kind of weird to me. Okay. Flashbacks I get, but because it just – you can see the symmetry and in, in what's happening now. But it was so – it was like an ad or something. It just – I don't know. There was something that was weird about it. There was – here's what was weird about it in my in my personal opinion. Some of them were flashbacks. Others of them were not. So what I'm trying to say – is that the things that happened in the real world weren't recorded. So those are flashbacks. The things that happened in the matrix were recorded. They have those like that code and they're being, they're being shown in the matrix. Like 
on the uh, in the in the room with Morpheus and all that stuff. So some of them are like actual clips that they probably pulled from previous m- within the context of the movie. I mean, ah, uh. are those? But then the other ones are actual flashbacks. Um, because it has to be Neo remembering these things because him kissing Trinity in the real world or holding her hand in the real world was not recorded the same way that the things that happened in the Matrix were potentially recorded because of the oh. code. Is Again, I think, right? That's Yeah, no, I think you're right. That's really cool then, actually. Um, I do think they overused it. However, I, I get what's happening there. It's kind of like yeah. it's still sort of like a flashback, and but it's also like a recorded flashback. I don't know. Was it weird to you that they did the last mission while they explained it? No, I know that's like really like heist movies no. do that all the time. They do. Yeah, like heist movies will explain the heist while they cut into showing them do it, and then and then it'll continue on for when something goes wrong. Ah, uh, that's so true. It's like a formula. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And where was that place that was beautiful on the hills in the forest? I get that. That was just in. That was just a different corner of the Matrix where Sati was. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> this is really. Um, I, I thought it was cool to bring back Sati because I liked that part of. Of the <laughs> was it second or third? Um, but I, and I love the addition of Priyanka Chopra. I thought. You know, I, I, I don't see her in much uh, no. these days, so that was she's, really she's cool. She's mostly off, like, being a cool, you know, married, Jonas. Married to cool people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I think she's cooler than the Jonases, just to be very I do clear. Too. But, but what but what, what paper says mm-hmm. that she's doing is being Although, I, I've, I've met, what's his name, a couple times. Um, you have? Nick Jonas, yeah. He, this is about to be a very different podcast. Go on about that. He was a regular at the restaurant that I worked in and we would stay open late for him when he was done with how to succeed in business without really trying in New York City. Oh my god! So he would come in with his like bodyguard or whomever it was um, and he'd be the only – it would just be me like because I closed – I was general managing at the time. So it would just be me and I, he, and I would just like – we would have his food ready for him, like the kitchen closed. We'd have the food ready for him. Um, uh, and then, well, we'd have, we keep one, the logistics don't matter. Anyway, he would, he would come in and he was just like, he was just really tired. He just had a long night. He probably just stage doored. Um, and he was just the nicest person. He was so humble and just like really Aww. down to earth. Um, and so, uh, definitely happy that he found, uh, someone amazing her. like her because like he would just, I mean, in my personal interaction with him, and this probably happened like 10 to 15 times that he would do it. Um, come in. Um, he would. He was just like the sweetest, nicest person. Um, he just like wanted alone time, but he was like just very generous in terms of like. That's really hello. good to hear. Yeah, people love them. There, there's die, there's diehard, mm-hmm. diehard fans for Jonas Brothers. They're Jersey Boys. The that's a really cool story. Um, what would have been a cooler version of that story is if it was Dan Radcliffe that came into your restaurant after How to Succeed. Yeah, sorry. That I would be mad you never told me Yeah, I was like, no, he came in naked after Oedipus every single Tuesday. (laughs) You mean Equus. Equus, 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 Equus. (laughs) (laughs) Which Ryan and I had the privilege of seeing in In London. London. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With the late uh, Richard Richard Griffiths. Mm -hmm. Little reunion. Anyway, Um, back to the Matrix. Yeah, back to the Matrix. 
if we have to. Um, uh, so let's, let's talk see. about nostalgia. Yeah. You started talking about nostalgia. J- yeah. J- um, Jamie said it before I said it. We watched the movie together the, the last night. <laughs> Jamie said it before I did. First of all, Jamie guessed everything. Jamie was like, oh, the pills his therapist is giving him are going to be blue. Like, that's why. Like, Jamie guessed everything. Um, uh, <laughs> Jamie also guessed that – I know we learned very quickly, but Jamie was like, this is cool that Morpheus – is actually just a program now and not like an actual person. Yes. I thought that was cool. Also, Yaya, I want him in everything. Oh, God. Don't you? I just inject him, as, him into my veins. I want him as bath beads in everything. Bath beads. Yep. Bath beads or what's the thing that you put your face into oh, yeah. and all the nails? Yeah, yeah, like that. Like you put your hand <laughs> into it or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, and you can make like an imprint. It's like it's like an etch-a-sketch yeah. but with nails. Also, didn't um, you think it was weird that he just stopped being in the movie for the last 10 minutes and they never said like goodbye or whatnot, yes. right? Yes. And not – I mean no issue, you know, we, we don't need to see – full anatomy but also very bizarre that they just were like we'll just show him from the top up mm. because so, l- l- so mean, you were looking for it yeah well not really but it was bizarre that they were just going to eliminate that as an option like i don't know Kendall morpheus yeah um, um yeah getting back to that's the- that's amazing she called that out yeah. from but what Jamie did say to kind of th- finish my thread from before what Jamie did say and i really appreciated this is like She's kind of over this blatant nostalgia, even though this movie is meta about it. This movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, talks about like people analyzing the original the trilogy. Movies. Like, oh, it's right. about trans politics. It's about this. It's about that. Like, um, you know, them talking about like Warner Brothers ordering another sequel of it. Yes, and the, the, actually saying Warner Brothers. Yeah, and the and and all that, all of and and then the guy uh, I forget his name, Gabe or whatever it is, uh, Jude, Jude, where Jude. he's just like, yeah, I grew up with the Matrix, like all of this. Like I I I liked all that stuff. I I think I don't know if I liked it all. I was engaging. Yeah, but the, that's a process. Yeah, for sure. I'm still processing this movie as we're talking. I may feel differently about yeah, it. Yeah, it's two the weeks. morning after we watched it late, late last night. Yeah. So the thing that I'll say about that is, I'm kind of over the nostalgia, and 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 um and the Frenchman talks about how he wants original ideas, stop stealing stuff, um in that weird mm-hmm. wacky scene. But the point that I'm trying to make is I'm kind of over nostalgia. It kind of started, and maybe I'm wrong. It started a lot with, um, it started a lot with uh, the Force Awakens. I would even argue it. It 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 was a little bit in um, uh, uh, Days of Future Past because you're bringing all those X Men casts together. Mm. But really. <clears throat> the Force Awakens is the one that went hardest because it basically was a remake of Star Wars in some way. That yes, and that's what I when I started when the movie started and I had this thought I was like this just feels like the first but but older. Mm-hmm. Um that's my my first thought was Force Awakens, which I am I know that I'm a newer Star Wars fan, but I'm not like morally opposed to the most recent trilogy. <laughs> I, know, I, I know. see the flaw, but I do I think that a retelling was enough to awaken the new generation of fans mm-hmm. um, because it is a great story and I and and it did change some stuff. So I agree with you. I'm a, the I feel as though, especially Disney Plus, is definitely like weaponizing our nostalgia to mm-hmm. <laughs> to a lot of these 
franchises and the IP that's out there. Um, yeah, like I watched. And I'm totally okay with it, but I. I think that the Matrix was like, "We'll do it too," and I was like, "No, no, 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 no. I, that's a little different with you guys." Yeah, I, I think that the I'm torn because some things earn the fact that there's something new. Something not. Yes, that's a great. I point. had a good time watching Ghostbusters Afterlife, but it's all that was like a a super nostalgia play, like mm-hmm. big time. Whereas there have been other things that I think have warranted its existence. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I, I uh, can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> but I know but I know. Something. I know that they exist. Um, uh, like, uh, I don't know. I really, like, it didn't maybe warrant it, but, like, I really enjoyed the um, Mighty Ducks TV show. And I really mm. enjoyed, uh, like... Well, I think Stranger Things is not a remake, but it does play on yes. the nostalgia of a lot of mm-hmm. genre films of that time and all the stuff that goes with it. And I am like 1000% on board for Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, you know, oh, never ending stories. Here's, stuff one. And- here's one that warrant. Oh, my God. I'm such an idiot. The movie <sighs> that warranted its nostalgia is No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because oh, for sure. Because it is using that nostalgia to empower the new thing and create a new story. Um, even though it's a story we've kind of heard before, because we know Spider-Man's story and stuff like that. Um, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I don't think about No Way Home. I didn't think about No Way Home right away because it's not even that old. Uh, the the other things that are involved in it. I don't want this to be a, a No Way Home spoiler. So the things that are involved in that movie aren't. Aren't the villains aren't entirely that old? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So good, yeah, good no, save. I agree with that. Good save, thanks. Oh, good save. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing to some some Bruins player behind me. I'm at my husband's basement man cave den. Creepy. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think the Matrix was like we'll do nostalgia too, and we were like, well, this is okay. Well, this is going to involve a lot of things that I don't know that we need yeah. or am prepared for. At least they were trying to say something about the, the idea of nostalgia and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's, it's the most meta of all of them. I will probably I probably say. Oh yes, I mean crazy, crazy meta. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where I turned to Justin, I was like, what? What's going I mean, again, this is, is me at the beginning yeah. of all the movies is what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And then finally, the last hour, things make sense. Um, Although I did call this so, movie How I Met Your Analyst. I know. What are your thoughts on Neil Patrick Harris in this movie? Um, I think that he's fine. I think he plays smarmy really well and that it's always very yeah. effective. Um, I think that uh, this movie weaponizes him pretty well. Um, same mm-hmm. thing with, uh, with Groff in terms of the two new faces in this movie, yeah. like on the evil yeah, side. Yeah, good additions. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of desire and fear. His whole speech about desire and fear as the new matrix yeah. that he created as the new program, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, like, right. Like the more he, the more Neo like wants something, the more power he's like omitting. Yeah or giving off mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, that was cool. Um, you know, I like I love the the line um about not needing phone booths anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where are we? Tokyo. 
A moving portal makes it harder to track us. Seek is the best of them. Portal's clean. Reading our shadows. I don't remember this. We don't have to run to phone booths anymore either. I, I wonder actually why Bugs's hair was blue because unless I mean the obvious thing is that like Neil Patrick Harris gives blue pills and has like blue glasses. But I would think that that um, Bugs's hair should be red. Listen, I think that. But is that like just so obvious? I don't know the answer. There's something. Blue, there's some. There's some purpose for it, though. But I want to open this up to you to talk about the Matrix Resurrections fashion. Fashion Matrix Resurrections edition. So, um, yeah, I thought that the fashion in this movie. I'm very so the history of Matrix is that basically long coats mm-hmm. and crazy sunglasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I was looking for in this is what are going to be the new if this is a if this is a a common thread that we're seeing through Matrix and then the real world unintended. fashion, what's going common thread. pun intended, common thread, what is going to um come out adapt into the real world so my guess is those crazy sunglasses that bugs wears with the the they're they're way cooler than what the agent wore Mm -hmm. those like weird beady little spectacle the gosh they were so ugly oh my god i know they had a moment but they were so ugly (laughs) um and uh probably like we're seeing a lot of we're seeing the return of a lot of dreads we're seeing Dreads in Mordo, mm-hmm. and we're seeing dreads on Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, but the uh, the long car coat, the long coat, this and this is a little more tweedy in this version than leather. Um, I, I predict we're going to be seeing more wacky sunglasses, and I predict we're going to be seeing some blue hair, and I predict we're going to be seeing some tweedy long car coats, which we already are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Matrix might have just used that. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to. I'd like to point out Morpheus's mustard yellow um, outfit in the bathroom. Uh, right, fire. a lot of colored suits from Morpheus, and I don't know why. I was trying to think because he's hip and cool. Because this is, of course, where I go every movie I see, everything I see. I go to the heads of the set dressers, mm-hmm. the costume designers, and that. So I, I can't figure out what why he was in colored suits. Mm-hmm. But maybe I will tonight after I've processed this movie. Sure. Um, um, but he looks great in everything. So yeah. put him in anyway, really. What um, – so I'm going to – so these – I have a list of some of my favorite things from this movie. Okay. Let's hear them. Um, the cool clothes were cool. Some of the hair was dumb, I wrote. Um, <laughs> Not into my dreads theory. <laughs> no, no, Go no, on. no. I, I, there was that one woman who had the weird, like, very wacky hair that was not for me. But I like – Oh, that was like sculpted into like yeah. I did like love swirls. Yeah, it was like swirly. This was, yeah, she yeah. had a swirly. I really liked bugs a lot. I liked everything about bugs. Um, Me too. I loved swarm mode when their eyes turned matrixy. That was yeah, super cool. That was cool. Um, I like the idea that this movie presents, and some of the other movies brought this up too. <clears throat> Are the choices that you are given actually choices? That's that's the best one of the best themes of this whole 
saga. The, yeah, think. and they talk about it a lot What's, in this one in terms of like you're. This is a fake choice because we know you're going to pick this pill, or we right. know you're going to do this. Like we're just like it's all like for show. I, I like that idea again. Yeah, but paradox between free will and destiny, mm-hmm. and how yeah what. The choices are yours and what's going to be built yeah. into the system that you're going to make. Yeah. And I like that the engineers and all the people in the actual company. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I love that it was Deuce Machina. Um, right. Things like that. I'm like, okay, what are we, what are, what are we doing here? This is just meta town, USA. <laughs> um, Population? I like that they did – they were arguing the things that we argue. They were saying like, no, the Matrix should be about the guns and the fight scenes. Whereas some people were like, no, it's about like the heady what the fuck moments. Like, yeah. And like, we just had that conversation earlier in this podcast where I'm like, I like yeah. the action sequence. They're like, no, give me an exposition sequence. Like, right. It's super fascinating. I mean, uh, don't get me and wrong. Kissing. And kissing. And kissing. Um, yeah. I think Yaya should play Silver Surfer based on this movie. <sighs> yes. Um, I think, not to be He's going to be introduced into Marvel. He, he must right? soon. Um, yeah, he's like a step away. He's in the DC, but he's gonna come. He's gonna come right over. Didn't Lawrence Fishburne do the voice uh, he's, of Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four movies? Oh, that's that's your territory. Yeah. I do not know. I, I don't remember. I'll, but we've of course had him in the MCU already. Oh, right, in, in Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I hope he comes back with Ghost. He will. Oh, you. Oh, he will. Yeah, she's too, she's so pretty. He will. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I like that the coffee shop that they went to was Simulate. I know. I mean, it was just wild. Um, just wild. The name of the robot Cyberbay was amazing. <laughs> Cyberbay. Jamie and I now only say Cyberbay. Um, if you notice that Freya, the woman growing strawberries, was Aunt Rachel from Family Matters. Oh, I did not know that. That was great. Okay. Um, it's funny. Having just watched The Matrix, watching the opening sequence of this one, I was like, oh, my God, this is like line for line. And it like took me a second to be like, oh, this is what they're doing. Yeah, the like one. being in his apartment again and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. not even, even before that where it was like, uh, you know, your men are already dead or like we can handle a little oh. girl or whatever it is. Right, right. Um, I was very turned off and did not like the bot bombs when all of them were jumping off of the roof and splatting. That made me very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. That just made me very uncomfortable. Um, yeah. The beautiful – her comment about the beautiful sky um, was yeah. taken right which is the like from third the third one. I like yeah. that. Um, and then uh, – yeah, we'll, we'll get to the after credit sequence later. Oh my God! There was an after credit sequence. Oh yeah, you didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna discuss it right, real time. You're gonna have to tell me yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Just like act like I was there. Just just yeah. relay it to well, me. We'll do that after I can't we wait. do the what's it called? Okay. Wait, do you have a list of anything? Um, I've said most of them. Uh, but I think seeing my old friends again was probably the best part. Um, I like some of the tech. I think the mirrors was cool. The reflections mm. of and the whole that whole like DSI digital self image discussion was cool. I like that. I, I like the whole, as we've talked about, the fact that it's not just the one, the, or just the concept of the one has changed mm-hmm. and that they really are at the center of that. And just the ten, the literal tension of keeping them so close, like kiss or kill, as we, as we like to say, mm-hmm. um, that space, but not too close and not too far, like just 
being the tension for all of this mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, and I really liked Bugs. Um, I liked Sequoia, Sec. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was great. I do miss um, Walt, or not Walt, Walt's father from Lost. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harold Perrineau yeah. or whatever. I, was, I like the idea that the technicians or whatever they are, now you can see them in the Matrix with them. Yes, that was a cool yeah, addition. I, I yeah, I like that. Um, Link. His but I, ne- Link. I never like Link, Link. Yes, but I never like those. I never like those freaking ports that they have to. Oh God, that just well, well. Um, and uh, let's see. Yeah, so most of the stuff we've already said, but all in all, I really enjoyed it, and I would probably, um, I will probably as the day goes on, I'll probably think of more things that were cool about it. Um, I'll be interested to see where this goes next to see, you know, how things, but I love them. And I love seeing Keanu again. It was awesome. That's the thing. I I like him. I'll watch him anything. Oh, also just to dub, just to say Lawrence Fishburne did do the voice of silver surfer in rise of the silver Ah. surfer, but Doug Jones did the actual like motion cap body work. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I like Keanu. I'll watch him in anything. Um, I like the John wick movies. I think I prefer the John wick movies over this movie. Um, I'm gonna have to watch those because I've never watched them. Yeah, they're very brutal okay. and violent, but I, I enjoy them. Uh, yeah, this one again wasn't great, wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's rocking a. I think currently it's sixty eight percent. Again, I, Rotten Tomatoes I, yeah. is like I have problems with Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score is like sixty nine. Just just worth saying. But so people aren't hating it and they're not loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's early. Yeah. Do we want to rank this movie? Sure. Uh, what are we going to rank as? Uh, Cyberbase. 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 How many Cyberbase do you give this film? I'm going to give this. Um, probably going to give this a seven Cyberbase, which is about C. Yeah, a C grade. I, I was going to give it a six or a seven, but I, I think I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt because I'm mm, still absorbing. As we it. always do. Yeah, so I'll true. give it seven Cyberbase. And because we are morons. And because we're idiots. <laughs> we're assuming it's better than we, we, we yeah. know. <laughs> I think we understood it in the end. I think we totally understood it, what was trying to no, do. No, no, we did. You certainly did. Um, but I just think it's fine. I I, I, I wasn't blown away by it, but I, uh, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to give it seven sababes. Great. I like the idea that Neo was putting everything that he dreamed about, that he experienced into it, so that it was kind of like him, like, Info dumping all of his internal anxiety into this game, which also feeds into the idea of nostalgia as like an anxiety reducer. Um, And and obviously you knew something is off or wrong, but I really liked all that stuff. Um, Honestly, the deja vu thing from the first was like when I was really hooked in. mm. I was like, this is so cool because deja vu is a weird thing. It's a weird thing. And we've never had an explanation, an ex- explanation for it. And we it. love rules. I love rules. And deja vu as the yeah. cat is a rule. Yeah. And I like that the movie has the, the what like the techie reality, whatever, but then it also plays on superstition, like even using like the white rabbit and Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and black cat. I just think all of that, juxtaposed together is is cool yeah definitely um i might watch this again in a couple years <laughs> yeah sure. or if they make another re-watch. one right before it, that one comes out honestly it'd be cool to watch the original and then watch that one and see how similar they are sure. or if you can pull more because i don't even think you need the first the second or the third yeah i will say having watched 
I think you do need the second or third one to see what happens to them in that third one. How, oh, however, yeah, I will say that rewatching these three movies mm-hmm. really helped me. Oh, with yeah. This I'm movie glad we did that. A lot. It was hard for me to get through that third, but I'm glad we did that. Yeah, for sure. Well, nerds, I still know Kung Fu. Join us next time as we draft our favorite moments from The Mandalorian Season 2 with two very special guests. Boba Fett is upon us, and we wanted to return to a galaxy far, far away in honor of the occasion. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. Be sure to subscribe to The Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Rate and review us on both of those sites now. Um, And as a new podcast in a multiverse of other nerdverses, we appreciate all the love and the feedback. And remember, we don't have to run into phone booths anymore either. Happy holidays, everyone. Man, I forgot about um, the kung fu stuff. Like, even the action sequences didn't pull me in, but they were still fun to watch. Like Yeah. It's hard. Totally. The original one was such a game changer for how things are. I know. But then even the second one, they upped the ante with that freeway stuff. Did we even get the, you know, the Matrix thing where they go... I literally don't remember if they, like, panned around. I I, I don't think they did. That's, like, the best thing. Yeah, maybe at the beginning with Trinity, the fake Trinity. I don't remember. Okay, so Brian, set the scene. What happened in the end sequence? I mean, the uh, end of credit sequence. Oh, the end credit sequence is just the engineers at Deuce Machina Company talking about, like, maybe we should make a cat video. It's the, ma- the new Matrix game should just be cat videos, like the cat tricks, and then it, and, and it ends. Oh, my God. I will say that cat is adorable, and I hope that there's <clears throat> no harm coming to any of these animals. Oh, deja vu. Oh, man. The cat's name being deja vu. Oh, 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 deja vu.